now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 249 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Jeremy, as always, is Carlos. Yeah, yeah, I am here. Well, that's good. And Matt. <laughs> hey. Uh, special guest, Tom. Present. Uh, and Gordon. How's he? How's it going? <laughs> Before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to our patrons. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Uh, or if you'd like to support us by shopping on Amazon, head over to blindinstudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage, do your Amazon shopping as normal, and we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon, really helps us out. So, Carlos, what have you been up to the past week? Uh, the last week, uh, my uh, tech school classes started up, so I gotta do that. Actually, it feels like it's been a very long week. I don't know why. Why, because you actually had to do something this week? Because your life changed after three months. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had, uh, well, like, the thing is, I only had, like, two classes I had to physically go to. Like, the rest are all online classes. So it was just, I don't know, like, it, doing that, like, I don't know. My week Carlos had, had to leave it just the house. Feels like a, I know, right? <laughs> like, and it wasn't by choice. Like, he had to leave the house. Yeah, I did. I did not have a choice. I needed those, uh, those uh, participation points. Oh, yes. Oh, are you going to get a trophy at the end? I don't think so. Are you some kind of millennial? I don't think they give out trophies. No. But, but you deserve they one. They get certificates, I though. I deserve one. <laughs> I'm going to have to, but like, I'm an adult, so I have to buy my own trophy. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Matt? I just got back from Duluth this uh, uh, afternoon. What were you doing up in Duluth? Duluth. Uh, my friend had her uh, wedding party, the reception. Uh, they got married in Alaska, so then she invited oh. us out there. So, yeah. It's it was... a long trip from Duluth to Alaska. Well, that was a while ago. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't I'm know. Like, that was March or May. Was yeah, there like March a travel montage that. after the wedding or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that, it was cool. It was on that uh, sandbar that goes out from like the Canal Park area or something. Park, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It was so, cool. uh, you got to see the ocean a couple weeks earlier then. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, partied there for a bit, danced a bit. And then uh, we went downtown for a bit, and I went to the casino, and I won 200 bucks. Of course you went to the casino. You're Matt. Well, we didn't get down to the bars until about 1.30, so then we had a half hour, and everything closes before 2 o'clock there, basically. Unless you're, like, going to Sir Ben's way over there, or Carmody's, like, way over here, or some other stuff there. So the lifts don't really exist too much there, either, yeah. so there's, like, three running around town the whole night. Okay. Uh so I was just like, well, the casino's open all night. Let's go see if we can drink alcohol all night. No, he, they cut it off at two. But he gave us four drinks, so that was cool. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Wait, and four then, drinks each? No, two apiece and me and, me and well, the, the other two are still up front. So I, I saw that you won almost $200 on slots or whatever game you were playing, right, on Snapchat? Oh, yeah. What one was that one? I did win. I got 130, okay. I think, so, or something. So, uh, did you learn from past mistakes? Yeah, I did, actually, because okay. I did walk out of there with uh, $200 yeah. in my pocket. Okay, so. good, good. <laughs> uh, we, we I, were... think I, spent, I think I spent 80 bucks altogether because I was buying drinks and shit, too. Yeah. But, yeah. So, no, uh, so uh, a little backstory on that one <laughs> is Matt and I went up to Hinkley uh, for a concert. And I also did and, really good Yeah, too. and I, I I, just, I don't gamble. Like, it's it's not my thing, but Matt really likes to press buttons flashy lights and, and see winning, flashy you know? lights. So at one point, Matt was up like 300 bucks and on slot machines. And they'll do it one more time. And he just kept pushing the button. I'm like, Matt, you know, maybe yeah. maybe you should take the money. And, and then, this and then the next, and he's like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. And then the next morning, he was mad at me. Yeah, I'm like, you should have dragged me. <laughs> pulled me by my shirt. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was the same thing too. Like half the time, I don't have any luck at casinos. But those two times, I walk up, put twenty bucks in, and it's like, holy shit, there's a hundred bucks. Holy shit, there's seventy bucks. I played Sharknado first. Was, oh yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, hosted oh, by Tara Reid. Uh, Tara Reid was on it, but okay. uh, David Hasselhoff got me the most points on there. So. Oh, oh, that that was the Hoff one. Yeah, no, the Hoff okay. was on there. Now was it just like a line of like his face then, or what? Yeah, so like it'd be chunks of like Hasselhoff, 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 and then I think I got like sixty bucks on all the Hoffs. So did you scream his name then when you won? I was like, "Holy shoot, it's Hasselhoff!" Something like that. It was good. That was fun. All right. 
Uh, Tom, uh, w- welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank uh, you very much. Yeah, thanks for coming down and joining us. Uh, you want to just kind of let the listeners know a little bit about yourself and maybe us too, because Gordon told us a little bit, but... Yeah, he drugged me down here. Apparently I'm uh, <laughs> some kind of a famous guy, so I had to be on this show tonight, uh, right. which is definitely my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, I am a beekeeper. That is, uh, I own a beekeeping company, so if you'd like to... St- Try your hand at beekeeping. I'm the person you come to to buy the equipment, the bees, and everything okay. to get started. So, yeah. All right. So, so you don't just do bee. So you beekeep yourself, but you also sell bees to other people. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Where did? Where's that out of? Uh, Stillwater, Minnesota. Just, oh, okay. Just yeah. north of Stillwater, actually, May Township. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, Gordon, what have you been up to this past week, man? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, saw Meg the other uh, last night. Oh, how was it? A lot better. Like the bar was set pretty low. And I heard that it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's better than the last like kind of other movies in that same genre. Is Probably it? Is it as theory. good as uh, was it Deep Blue Sea? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was how did it compare to that? Except watching Deep Blue Sea now, it's it's a terrible yeah. movie. It's not good. <laughs> no, but that scene where like Samuel L. Jackson just gets eaten out of nowhere was pretty great. <laughs> it's one of the best like surprise moments in any film. If they didn't have Statham in there, it definitely been when would have been a lot worse of a movie. Okay, which is but. yeah, yeah. How was Rain Wilson? Which one's that? He was in the office. He plays Dwight. Oh, uh, he's actually pretty funny. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Yeah, uh, and what? It half of it was funded by China Cinema, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of credit to the Chinese government and all that stuff, but it's, they're still in international waters, and they make a point to mention that stuff. Too. It's been happening with uh, many movies lately. Yeah, too. the Marvel Marvels, movies. Yep. And, yep. Was Iron Man 3 was the first one, I think. Iron Man yeah. 3 was the first one, which is why like, the Mandarin ended up being a white guy. <laughs> Although it was a, kind of a funny case because everybody was like, that's whitewashing. And it turns out, oh, no, that's, that's actually covered in the movie. Like, how Yeah, like, yeah. Well, and China didn't want to be the bad guy in the no, movie. No, no. <laughs> but hey, you've, we've been seeing that a lot more in movies yeah. recently altogether, yeah. Well, it's because China has a lot of money. They do. And they need to start spending it. So Also, it's not like the first, it's the first time Ben Kingsley has like been playing off-race. Like, no, uh, no. Does anybody know how, how well that terrible Matt Damon film went in China? The one where there was like all Chinese cast and Matt Damon. Uh, and they had to I listened on, to a like, podcast that talked about it. Wall, oh, know. that was a terrible. It was movie. so bad, but I want to know how, how well it did. Absolutely atrocious. I I have no idea. Everything I heard amazing. about it was really forgettable because I don't remember any of that movie. Like from I, when I listened to the podcast, I I'd watched about ten minutes in the middle of it. It was on TV. I was like, ah, nope, nope, I don't, I nope. And Matt Damon cannot hold an accent to save it. <laughs> no, no. I don't even know what kind of accent that was, but it was. And he should never have long hair ever. Yeah. Ever. Okay, so um, I just searched box office and it's 334 million US, but I don't know if that. Oh. Right, here we go. International box office results. Still made that much here? Foreign total. China. 170 million. Okay. Uh, total gross. I take uh, it back. That was a phenomenal movie. <laughs> uh, Sixty know, million like, of that was opening weekend in China. Okay. Um, Australia it made five million. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So U.S. gross was okay. So oh, I suppose this is all international. So it's not going to show that on here. Never mind. <laughs> oh, domestic gross was forty-five. There it is. It shows it at the top. Oh, okay. So okay. the 300 was the global. Yep. Okay. I was like, wow, America liked that movie that much? No, yeah. we did not. We <laughs> did not enjoy that movie at all. <sighs> Apparently, he can't fill seats unless he's forgotten his name. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. He's, he's an awesome action star. Yeah, it's, uh, well, he's an action star. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'd go. I like him better in like smaller bit roles. I think it's true. Um, I still haven't seen the last Born Identity film. I haven't either. I haven't either. I, I when they when they jumped the shark with uh, Jeremy Renner, I was like, yeah, hey, I'm good. I didn't yeah. see that one either. I went to the one of the theaters and it was terrible. It wasn't that good. All right. Uh, oh, how was uh, 2001? Oh, it was so cool. Oh, I forgot you went to that. Yeah, they uh, they. But yeah, that Alamo Draft House is kind of neat. It's however, when you get your check at the end of the night, it's not very neat. 
No, no, that's that that part. That part's a little jarring. Everyone's. What What'd you get? Uh, I just I just I, a bunch of beers. No, I had a uh, the True Grit, the old fashioned. Oh, okay. And that was like twelve bucks. But. So you saw two thousand one there? Yeah, I saw two thousand one there. And did uh, they ha- did they include the intermission? Yes, they did. So yeah, they they put they shut the word they put the words intermission up and then they just had like fifteen minute break and then started up and the music started up again. I I love how quiet the theater is. Like not when you're watching two thousand one a space. Odyssey I suppose because yeah. you have everybody walking and ordering shit, which I don't think I really like. I don't no? I don't know about that. When I could just easily go and like, hey, I just want a bucket of popcorn. I I liked it because when I went to go see Ant Man uh, and the Wasp, I was able to just keep getting more beer. Well, yeah, that, I like that part, and then yeah. refilling my popcorn. I didn't have to get up. I didn't. I didn't even finish my popcorn. I did, that bowl is so fucking big. I was sharing it with Pete. Oh, okay then. As a uh, as a kid, uh, we had a uh, 2001 uh, on VHS, but it was recorded off TV, and the entire thing did not fit on the VHS. <laughs> <laughs> so for the longest time, I only saw like the first middle of the movie. No, yeah, the this the 4K edition or whatever. The, the oh yeah, the, the, the remastered unre- unremastered thing. Uh, Christopher Nolan was the one that actually did the the remastering. The guy who did the Dark Knight and mm-hmm. everything. Uh, basically, he just said I wanted to leave scrapes and things in it to be like you watched it on the seventy millimeter back in the day because oh, I remember cool. being a kid watching it like that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was really crisp, really clean. The audio in that place is fucking amazing. Uh, it's like the I, I really like I really like the theaters, uh, even with with the mild distraction. But it's less distract distracting than if you go to like uh, uh, the big what's the big one in like Oakdale, Marcus, uh, the, the Marcus, Marcus, yeah. Because those people, they just, like, wander through. At least these guys, like, try to duck and hide. Oh, yeah. you're. T- I, I forget they have the dining theaters yeah. there, too, don't they? And it's very observant, too. Like, having a whole theater full and being able to check out where those Yeah, yeah, you just put the are. little ticket up. And, I still say they need those little carts, like, roll around, like, on their bellies. That would be, <laughs> no, that would be way more distracting. And the other thing I didn't like, I, I realized I have to sit on the other side of the, the little table oh. in there. Because I like to cross my legs like this, and I can't with that leg, so oh, okay. I had to sit like that. I'm like, that's not me. So well, it's just a personal issue, it sounds like. But uh, the 13th, I have tickets to Terminator 2: Judgment Day what? 4K restoration. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I got I, one more ticket if you want to go. I'm going. When, right, when, yeah. What time? Uh, it's seven o'clock. I'm in. Okay. Huh. The 13th. 13th. No, no, the 11th. The 11th. Well, hang on. What day? 9/11. Tuesday. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely in. I'll leave work about 20 minutes early. Meet Woo! you over there. What about Perfect. the guest star? I mean, right. oh, that's true. I mean, you should probably. Bring yeah, you want to go? <laughs> yeah, there's more yeah. Yeah. Just left out there no, for a minute. Get the Alamo Drafthouse app, everybody, because it gives you yeah. all the the retro. No, and things. it's and uh, did you sign up for their like rewards program? Or yeah, whatever? I'm in the wait list right now to get in. Yeah, I'm in. Good luck. Good job. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, yeah, we should probably. Oh, hey, I, I didn't get to talk about what I, I was know. Doing what have this you week. been up to, Casey? Uh, not I was much. thirsty. Okay. Uh, honestly, I haven't been up to much this week. Uh, let's see. Recorded with Gordon last week, and that's really all the recording I did last week. I think we played Lothos. Uh, did uh, I started playing uh, Neverwinter, the MMO, yesterday, and that was fun. There's uh, there's a little mode in there where you're just like a little uh, like tabletop token. Oh yeah, yeah, with Chris Perkins narrating and stuff. So that's that was fun. Does it like smoothly move or does it like go like? It's, it's, it smoothly moves. Oh, that's unfortunate. I know. I know. Uh, but other than that, not much. I uh, was supposed to do some brewing this weekend. Haven't done it yet, so I got another day to maybe oh, yeah, do it. You got one more day. I got one more day. I was gonna say, anybody who missed our, our rager of a party, oh that yeah, got busted by the cops twice. Two guys. times. Yeah, two we, times. We know how to throw a party at BNS. <laughs> yeah. So we were sitting in the backyard, uh, like there was twelve of us. And, I mean, during the day, we got a little rowdy. Like, I mean, the music was blaring. People were drinking, having a good time. Then the sun goes down. We're like, well, let's play a game. So we bust out Secret Hitler. Oh, by the way, leading up to this, we actually found out that, like, we want some light out there. And so we send Matt out to get some lights. (laughs) Get some tiki torches. He found found tiki torches, but he didn't find any fuel for it. Yeah. So so it's like, all right. I asked, like, three people there, too, and nobody. Uh Uh-uh. So then he just bought a bunch he, of like, yeah, so Christmas he came back candles. with like tea candles. <laughs> it smelled like Christmas trees. <laughs> <laughs> we lit them all so, over the fucking Yeah, table. so we we had we had two long tables uh, and end to end and we put all the little 
candles out on it, and we're playing Secret Hitler in the dark, or, well, in the dusk with the candles going. It was, it was fun. Uh, and then, all of a sudden, a like cop shows up. 9 o'clock. Yeah, 9.30. Like, sun's just starting to go down, and a cop shows up. On a Saturday. On a, on Saturday, a Saturday night. One of the last good... good. Yep. And he's like, so, we got a noise complaint? The redneck party. <laughs> like, and so he's, like, looking around like he's in the wrong spot. I was told there was a redneck party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got, a, we got a complaint that you guys were partying like rednecks. And he can barely keep a straight face because we're all sitting around a table, nice, playing playing board a board game. Next yeah. to candlelight. <laughs> With Christmas light. Christmas light. And then when he slowed down, guys, I'm going to have to call the paddy wagon. <laughs> when he said redneck party, I, like, thought for a second. I'm like, well, we're playing a game. It's called Secret Hitler. And you have to fight. Yeah, so we've been calling each other fascists for the last hour. We've been calling you fascists for the last hour. And he just kind of stared at us like, uh, basically just said, all right, just, I guess, quiet down. Yep, and then the next one showed up. a couple candles out, please. Like, then the the next cop showed up as we were packing stuff up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, it seems like you guys are done here. Oh God! How much longer did you guys go after I took a quick little nap there? Um, Not much longer. Well, yeah, after I got you into the chair, like you seemed to be, you seemed <laughs> yeah, to be. Yeah, you and your brother were hanging out in the kitchen yep. for a while, a little bit. Yeah, and then I made it. Uh, you left. I was still up, and then we started watching. You the, were like in the mode of falling asleep. Yep, on the couch. I was. I was like, yeah, this is nice. And then Rick like got on the couch, and I was like, well, I'll just lay on the floor for a minute. And then I woke up at five. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I went to bed at. Did you make it downtown? I did. Uh, fuck, I don't even remember going to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a good party. It was a I good party. I did go to. I went to uh, Prescott the next day. We though, we for we killed we killed one keg completely, uh, half drained four more, or more than half drained four more, uh, and then killed a bunch of bottles. So it was a success. My dad had two of the P P W. Is that what you gave him? What did you give him? The. Uh, what did I give him? The. 11 point or the 10 point oh the wheat wines the wheat wine he drank yeah. two of those and he's like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> it, was that, it was last Sunday or whatever yeah. I'm pretty sure we did tell him that they were high proof yeah, oh, he, he, yeah and then I gave him a six pack yeah. yeah so he drank two of them like probably within an hour so yeah he's ready for a for a little bit of a napski alright uh, Carlos we got some beer going around yeah all right, going around right now we have candy crusher or can, can, sorry can, candy crushable from uh, 18th uh, Street Brewing in Indiana. Uh, this is made in collaboration with uh, Northdown Cafe and Taproom. This beautiful beer is rounded out with flaked oats and lactose sugar, Simcoe, and Falconer's Flight. So uh, it's it's an American pale ale with, uh, with some sweetness added back in. Should be kind of interesting here. Uh, let's see if we can get Carlos to pour it up. Uh, it's pouring a little hazy, which you would expect with some oat. I did the, I don't know Carlos, if it's because I'm looking at the thing, but I kind of taste like Fruit Loops a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so the the label is really interesting. I want to taste it without being able to know what this looks yeah, like. Yeah, well, so I bought it because of the label. Not gonna yeah. lie. Um, yeah, like so it has like two like a blue hand and a pink hand like twisting a vice on a uh, on a jawbreaker. It looks Sucker. like. Sucker. It's got a little. Stick. Oh, is it a little lollipop oh, okay. action? Lollipop. Yeah. It smells like a pale ale. I'm trying to see if I can get in. Oh, they, like they've a... updated it to a session IPA instead of American pale ale, guys. Just so you oh, know. Oh, so, so it says pale ale, but it's not actually a pale ale. Uh, on, okay. on their website, they've updated it to session IPA. I think right. it's a marketing thing. Art by Joey Pops. All right, Carlos, let, let me know what you think. That is odd. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, on the one hand, it's not as sweet as I was fearing oh. it was going to be. For something being called candy crushable, mm. but like it's, I don't know what it is that uh, something about the uh, mouth feel on like the tongue is uh, I don't know what that is. Mm. Matt just doesn't know. Um, like I said, I I do kind of taste like fruity pebbles or Fruit Loops in there, a little bit. You, I think you get that uh, with Simcoe. Is that what it is? I I think so. Because it seems to be anytime we have a Simcoe-based beer, you pick up Fruity Pebbles. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's good, I guess. Right? (laughs) Gordon. It's not bad. Um, I like the initial flavor, but it just seems to fall off real quick on the tongue. It does does fall off pretty quick. Um, Mouthfeel-wise, I get a little, like, treehouse reminiscent type deal. Yeah. 
And like the only reason I can say that is because I just had three treehouse beers. Thank you, Jay Wash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get three of them? Uh, he was just out there. He waited in line, got cans, brought them back, wow. brought them to the tap room. And I was able to taste three of them. So I'm oh, okay, you just tasted them. Yeah, no, I didn't get to drink three whole ones. So not what, again. Did you give them sixty bucks so you could just have three cans? Like, <laughs> I would have. Gonna... <laughs> Were they all the same or no? No, no, it was green Julius and what was the third one, Gordon? Um, or was it or was it green and Julius and then it was the trillium that he had? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So so it was two tree house and a trillium. And we had trillium also on the show. Yes, once, we yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're it's pretty much the same, just still as great as you remembered it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, so yeah, uh, mouthfeel. This is really good. I feel like they're trying to do too much with like, I keep keep the lactose. Everybody's adding lactose in everything right now, and in some stuff it's okay, but in most stuff it doesn't work. It's like I, I understand that you're trying to add sweetness in. Uh, you're trying to add some body, but there's other ways to do that than just pouring sugar into the beer. Like, I don't know. It adds a very distinct, like, sweetness that I'm not the biggest fan of. Mm-hmm. Carlos, give uh, me a number. Give it a uh, five and a half. Ooh, that is the ABV. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a coincidence, or did I look at the can and just get, look at go at the, with uh, that number? We'll never know. I don't think it's on the can. Well, that would probably solve I, I think it pretty it, quickly. It has to be on the can. I don't think by it is. by law, I believe it has to be on I've the can. I've seen a lot of cans without them on it. Uh, if if they if they come in an external box, they don't. Depends on the market though, too. Maybe I don't know. Is it not on there? I don't think so. I don't see it. Well, shit. Have I been lied to? You have. Unless it's, maybe it's just the state they're based in? Which is? Uh, Indiana. Indiana. Yep. Uh, I'll give it a five and a half as well. Six. I'll give it a six. Ooh. Bumping it up a half point. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going with Matt. I'm giving it a six. I am going to give their art a ten. (laughs) Because I really like the label. I'm going to give the beer a four, uh, and that balances out to about a six. Okay. I feel like that's Much better than that, that sour that you had out last time. Uh, which which last time? Uh, oh, that was the Swing Bridge. Their, um, drive-thru, oh, the, drive-thru. the drive-thru, yep. Yeah, yeah I, I like that one. That was, it was fine. I don't. I, I, it's I, a sour. There's certain there's certain breweries I can't say oh, anything yeah, bad you're about. Like, you're like Rick though with the sours, aren't you? Yeah, I, I, yeah, do, I yeah. just don't do sour. I've had one sour ever that I liked, and that's that's all she wrote. But. And now the Department of Offense presents news with Casey. That's me. Missouri recently took the step of outlawing marriage between 15-year-olds. A new law will go into effect on Tuesday, August 28th, uh, which change, or, or has gone into effect uh, Tuesday, August 28th, which changes the age requirements for obtaining a ma- marriage license in Missouri. The minimum age uh, to get married goes up from 15 to... Any guesses? Any guesses? 16. Yep. Wow. <laughs> broke so many hearts of 15 And anyone under 18 must have consent from a parent or guardian. So I'm assuming yep. these are generally used for shotgun weddings. Like the groom is holding a shotgun? No, like the father has a shotgun because he got the daughter, the kid got the daughter I, pregnant. I, I don't know. Um, oh, additionally, Missouri will not issue marriage licenses if one party is under 18 and the other one is 21 or older. Which means before they would. <laughs> Which is kind of fucked up. Kind of? Uh, really fucked up. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, like that is that is badong. I don't know. Bad but they've lived. Wrong. They've oh. lived so much at sixteen. You just don't understand, Daddy. He's the one. <laughs> well, see, now they can have a sweet sixteen <laughs> slash wedding. Oh, it oh you can combine it up yeah. into one, two and one. Really, I mean, that saves you money in the saving long run. the parents' money. Yeah, yep. it's, it's a great idea. And like, you already got your wedding. Now that you're divorced at twenty-one, you don't get another. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Parents only have to pay for one wedding. That's a rule. Somewhere. And if that one is My Little Pony, so be it. Jeez. I don't. <laughs> God, that's so bad. <laughs> All right, um, all right. Before the new law, Missouri was one of 25 states with no minimum marriage age. Holy shit, that means there's 24 more of these out there. Oh, God. I'm willing to bet they're all south. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, there's, what, 13 that were south of Mason-Dixon, and that leaves another 11? Oh, man. You're not the brightest people, so maybe they counted it twice. <laughs> uh, the uh, Many people were concerned that the lack of age requirements in the past had opened the door uh, for adults to prey on children and, in essence, legalize statutory rape. In signing the law, Governor Parsons said the welfare of Missouri's children has to be our top priority. I'm sorry, I would have just raised that up to 1818. Yeah, yeah. I think that would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, like, uh, man. So I'm it? telling you, I knew a lot more when I was 18 versus when I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, it just makes everybody feel better. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, that way you can look forward to smoking, <clears throat> voting, and wedding. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, there but you not go. car rentals. And not, not drinking. Yeah, and not no, drinking. No drinking. Yeah, I... Oh, and military. I've military. been to a few weddings uh, between, like, 18, 19-year-olds, like, in my family, and they're all dry, and that is the most depressing thing in the world. Because, first of all, I don't agree with that you're that young. Like, you guys barely know each other. Uh, and neither of you has lived on your own yet. But, yeah, no, go ahead. Start start your life together. That's that's great. But at least let me have a beer while you do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because legally they could get married, but illegally they couldn't see an R-rated movie. Right? <laughs> Without their parents. <laughs> It's really going to come up that honeymoon. Yeah. Right? We can finally go see an R-rated movie, honey. We just turned. We can go into the porn store now. <laughs> I can buy that nurse outfit now. What was it? What state just had the governor not long ago that was... Basically, his wife said that the parents of a girl who I think she's 13, 14, should be proud that her husband would hit on her. I want to say it's like Arkansas or Alabama. Are you no, sure that wasn't our South. president? Yeah. <laughs> the guy's point. up for re-election. <laughs> guy's up for re-election. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of people up for re-election. Have weird <laughs> shit like that going for them. Uh, Centralia police in Ohio arrested three persons wanted on warrants and pending charges when answering a call Friday morning to a report of an unwanted person at a home in the 700 block of North Cherry. 29-year-old Casey Horn of Main Street in Walnut Hill was taken to Clinton County Jail for forgery on an outstanding uh, warrant. Centralia uh, police say Horn is accused of using a credit card stolen in a vehicle burglary in Southwest Side uh, earlier in August. The warrant was for obstructing justice. Bond on the warrant. Uh, all right. Uh, 22-year-old uh, Nathaniel Austin of North Locust Street uh, was taken uh, to Clinton County Jail on Marion and Clinton uh, County warrants. Austin was wanted uh, on a failure to appear on a warrant uh, on a convicted possession of meth. Austin faces a 2017 felony theft charge in Marion County where he has also allegedly uh, failed to appear in court. Lindsay, who was the driver of the vehicle that brought them to this residence, uh, <laughs> is our was given notice to appear in court for retail theft. She is being sought by police following incident earlier this month at Walgreens. So basically, these people showed up at somebody's house where they were not wanted. That person turned all three of them in, and the cops had a really good day and went out for bagels afterwards, I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing. Like, oh, I think we hit our quota for the month, guys. But what like, was the forgery? Like, uh, like one of them had a forgery charge? I'm guessing fake ID. Oh. If I mean, if I had to guess. Like, it's never anything fun. Or checks. It's just stolen checks. Stolen checks. Yeah, stolen checks. Yeah. Well, if they're robbing Walgreens, I don't think they'd have the know-how to make to to forge a check, or at least not a good one. They could have stolen a check. Yeah, before. that's yeah. probably what yeah. it would yeah. be. Yeah. Stolen one of their parents' checks, maybe? Could possibly. Possibly. Oh, I, God, Excuse so me, guys. I gotta go check my checks, truck right? real quick. My <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be safe, you know, I'm gonna make sure. 
right. Uh, so you think you woke up on the right side of the bed today. Spare a thought for the crew aboard the ISS. On Thursday morning, they woke up to the news that the station was slowly leaking air. Flight Ooh. controls had been monitoring the small drop in pressure overnight, deciding to let the crew sleep as the hole presented no danger. That's the first flag there. Houston's like, ah, it's probably not that bad. <laughs> Just let them sleep. I, I'm sorry, I would want to be woken up immediately. I think so. Like, if there's a hole in my spaceship... Uh, How important is air in space, though? You're right. They can just pull it in from outside. Yeah. yeah. Well, they got those little helmets. They just open the window. <laughs> open the window. Let but they have air. to be awake to put the helmets on. Oh, I thought they slept with them. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know if I was in space, that damn thing wouldn't come off my head. <laughs> so. Maybe they had a bunch of uh, cans of air laying around, too. Just like compressed well, Yeah, air. but they, they used all of that to rocket themselves across the room. Oh, yeah. Because that's the first thing I that would, would do. That would be the first yeah. thing I would do, too. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of the space ball canned air. Oh. Yeah. Perry air. <laughs> uh, the astronauts commander uh, drew Fuesto, uh, flight engineers Ricky Arnold, and Serena Anunyan uh, Chancellor, Alexander Gerst, Oleg Armateyev, and Sergei... I'm not even going to try that. That going to go so quick with all those people up there. Right. Uh, eventually located the source of the leak, the Soyuz MS-09 spacecraft. Of course it was Russian. Uh, the spacecraft was attached to the Russian side of the station and originally ferried uh, the crew of Expedition 56 uh, to the station back in June. While the hose posed no threat to the safety of the, crew, of the crew, it still had to be found and fixed. Upon finding the source of the leak, a uh, 2 millimeter or 0.08 inch, 0.08 inch hole in the orbital compartment uh, Alexander Gerst from the European Space Agency uh, plugged it with his thumb. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, we're good now. Yeah. Like that old... Uh, <laughs> anybody got old... any gum? <laughs> like it's, yeah, no, it's, it's, the, it's the Dutch boy yeah. and the dyke. Just, yeah. doop, we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do say, though, that uh, like it's not fair blaming the Russian spacecraft. Something clearly hit the... Yeah, thing. no, it's a, it a micrometeor. Yeah. But I would like to blame the Russians anyway, if that's okay with you. I mean, they're the Russians. Yeah, could you just put a piece of tape over it? Like, well, right, that's, we that was their that's, <laughs> that's, that was their fix after. We're, we're, we're getting there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> say his thumb's going to get pretty cold after a while. <laughs> <laughs> However, NASA Ground Control realized that this wasn't exactly ideal, explaining that a thumb isn't the best remedy for a hole in in a spaceship. Uh, former ISS Commander Chris Hadfield posted an image of the hole. Or of a hole, not the hole, to Twitter on tu- on Thursday, uh, as he explains, the thumb was only a temporary fix with a short-term solution of epoxy and Kapton uh, tape, uh, which is basically space duct tape. Yep. Uh, sealing the hole while a long-term uh, repair option was sought. So yeah, right now it's basically held together with duct tape and gum. Like, yeah, that'll keep us safe. We'll it's, be okay. Well, it's better than just ignoring it longer. Like, they could maybe, it was like, you know, they don't have to do with it tomorrow. They yeah, can go yeah, get, yeah. get another night sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, but at some point, like, all the klaxons in the ship would start going off, I would think. Well, like, they don't want to wake up the astronauts. They got to shut those off, too. You think they can do that remotely? They have to, because I'm sure, like, otherwise it'd be like, Houston, we know there's a problem. Shut off all these klaxons. We're working on it. How many, how many, like... Patch jobs? Do you think there are on the ISS? Ah, uh, so many now. There has to be. <laughs> like that. Like that ship is so. It's it's old. Is like what was its original mission run? Uh, I know that it's well past it. I don't remember what the original. Yeah, if you one still was. look in the inside, it's like, oh, that that looks pretty old. You know, it's getting pretty scary when they're packing more than one roll of duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, better better put two time. up there this yep, time. Yep. You know, do we got any of that gorilla tape laying around? <laughs> Jeez, like, yeah, it's, well, and it's it's getting, like, super unwieldy, too, because they just keep bolting new right. stuff on. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if you, uh, at when I was at Kennedy a couple of years ago, they had uh, this really cool display of models of the ISS, like, through the years. And you could see, like, at the beginning, everything is, like, super well planned out. And then you hit this, like, point in like between like 99 and like 2005 where they're just like ah fuck it and they just started bolting things on where everything where just where anything could fit and you the solar panels could still get sunlight got to be like and then you're stuck in the middle you're like well shit i have to go to 
that. Wait, no, it's that side, isn't it? No. Oh, I can't imagine being a new astronaut <laughs> up there and like trying to figure out where things are. So I'm on NASA's website right now. Mm-hmm. It looks like the first part of the station was launched in 98 by a Russian rocket. Uh, two years later, they added more, and that's when people first arrived, uh, November 2nd of 2000. And they finished com- the construction of the station in 2011. Oh, oh finished. The, the hodgepodge that we have. Yeah. They're called additions, guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, but see, the, the thing that started leaking was literally added earlier this year. What, really? <laughs> huh. Like, they just, like, yeah, no, because when they so, get capsules, they're just like, well, So the first part of it's 20 years old. That's pretty yep. old to be living in space still. Yeah, uh, as of July 2017, it made 102,000 orbits mm-hmm. around the Earth. It makes uh, about 15 and a half orbits per day. It goes very fast. It's like one orbit every 90 minutes, I think. Uh, Every 92.49 You're looking up at the sky and you finally see it, you're like, all right, it's done. (laughs) It's all flaming red. (laughs) You can actually see it streak across the sky at certain, Mm -hmm. yeah. When it hits the Earth, it'll be a big pile of melted duct tape. (laughs) (laughs) Just Just wad. I've seen it at least once during the day where it was like the sun was shining off of it or whatever, and you could see just a speck. Yep. Yeah, no, it's, it's fun to look for. It's neat seeing people in space. All right, uh, Connecticut outlawed soda sales in all public schools in 2006 as a way to promote a healthier diet for students. But that didn't stop two school uh, resource officers in the West Haven Police, or, uh, from the West Haven Police Department. Officers Kim DeMeo and Doug Bauman were caught running a side hustle selling sodas <laughs> to students from their office inside West Haven High School. Wow. Um, they should have gone about it the right way instead of doing it illegally. Uh, the student, uh, Rayonia, Ray, Rayana Clark said, well, I'm kind of surprised because they're supposed to be there to help motivate us, said Lexus Pellet, also a student. Student leaders and top police brass learned of it uh, as early as March 2015 when a now-retired sergeant blew the whistle in an internal memo that raised questions about integrity issues of police officers selling and potentially making a profit by selling contraband soda to students. Well, everybody, like, contraband. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Look out, guys. We're going to be 100 heirs in no time. Uh, it would have been all this soda we're selling. It's well, only good when it happens if it's the, a student selling it, like, contraband style. Yeah, no. Uh, like, a student doing it is fine. Yeah. But the actual cops coming into the school. Wouldn't everybody be wondering, where, why do these kids have bottles of soda everywhere? And why do our garbages have sodas in them? Well, they were, they were allowed to bring sodas from home. Yeah. They just weren't allowed to buy them at the school. Wow. But the cops, they saw a solution. Selling it it illegally. By patting their wallets. (laughs) With that sweet, sweet soda money. Does that show that we have a problem that that kids need to buy buy the the soda? (laughs) No, I think it shows that we have a police corruption issue. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I'm curious with those off brand, because you can get some decent margins out of that, or if they're going with. Even if they're going name brand, if they're selling it for two bucks (laughs) a can. Wait, are we talking margins here? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious. It's soda. I mean, what is are they making you know 25 cents a pop i mean oh uh, no i mean so it's high school kids with uh no bills but disposable income how much was the soda at our vending machines i well, your I vending know. machines i honestly we didn't I, have probably a buck 25 i don't yeah, think we I never had a bottle i never did i never bought but yeah probably yeah. Buck 25 so yeah they're yeah. probably selling like three bucks i i they're well they're probably they're probably doing cans yeah and probably two bucks a can yeah so after the first what Two cans, their their twelve pack is paid for. Yeah, the only three time, cans for a twenty four pack. The only thing I bought. In the so if you sell like was like that pink lemonade, the Minute Maid pink lemonade. Those things. Yeah, if you sell uh, ten cans in a day, then like those first two cans paid for the pack. That's just like twelve dollars you made a day. Yeah, that's a couple of beers. I mean, yeah. uh, you go out to the. You, well, especially yeah. if you buy that the Sam's Club. Brand. I mean, nobody the nobody's Walmart paying brand. paying Moon their mist. rent off of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, then again, I don't know the size of this school. Or like this it, could be like a thousand dollar a year operation. Holy <laughs> <laughs> we need to get in on this, guys. <laughs> well, I remember in high school, Walmart here in Hudson used to have the twenty five cent cans outside in the dispensers, and I'm pretty sure they got rid of that for a couple of years because me and my friends would go there and empty out all three machines. 
just find all the quarters that we could and bring it back, and then we had a stash pop for. You know, Wouldn't it be cheaper just to buy a twelve pack? No, it's twenty five cents like RC cola. Oh, okay. You got the armory down here too. It, I think it was supposed to be fifty cents, but all you did was put your knee against it, and you got two out. So <laughs> we came back with lots of Mountain Dew. <laughs> just put your knee. Against. Yeah, you like just touch it just right, and two came out. Who who found that trick? Uh, maybe it got jammed once, and then we like. It was either me, Jake, or Josh, and we like smashed it, and then yeah. Huh. Uh, all right, so. Uh, when the administration found out the officers were selling soda, their supervisors were immediately contacted to and put an end to it. We worked very closely with, West, with the West Haven Police Department, uh, the principal said. I have been assured that the matter was handled and I'm confident nothing similar will happen in the future. Uh, police Chief John uh, Karahanis uh, declined to comment for the story. Both officers did not respond to requests for comment, uh, but Corporation Counsel Lee uh, Tiemann did, calling the whistleblower's memo hearsay and said any soda sales by authorities were inadvertent. Tiemann <laughs> uh, also noted there is no record of formal di- discipline for the officers involved. Uh, well, I think if you break the trust of the parents in the school, then you should be fired, uh, said a student. Uh, that student is a narc and <laughs> should not be trusted. <laughs> Inadvertently sold soda to students. Like, they knew what they were doing. Willy they Wonka knew. would be pissed. <laughs> I inadvertently sold this entire 12-pack of cans today at school. Inadvertently. All right. So uh, that brings us to our discussion topic uh, today, uh, which is how would you handle it? I've been watching a lot of The Office lately, and uh, actually for the first time, uh, I'm actually watching through The Office. It's so kind in the same boat as me, where you're just like, can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, I, stop. I, I have to now. Like, I, it's, I, I, it's, I, it came to my attention amazing. like that this is just a gap in my TV knowledge, same. and I had to fix it. Um, anyway, so I've been watching a lot of that, and uh, the manager there, Michael Scott, handles some very inter- er, handles workplace conflicts in a very interesting way. So I found a list of common workplace scenarios. And I would like to present each of you with one, just to see how you would handle it. All right. And maybe Carlos with more than one, because I know these are going to be insane, and it might be an issue. No, it's going to be perfectly logical. (laughs) I'll help spell out my logic so you understand why it's logical. Okay. So, uh, let's see. This is a good one for Gordon, so we're going to start with Gordon. Oh, Jesus. All right. So, Gordon. Elsa and Juanita have just finished doing a household or a house call for the company. Elsa wants to stop for a drink before going back to the company. Juanita tells Elsa that this is time theft and drinking on the job is no bueno. <laughs> Has anybody actually worked with an Elsa or a Juanita before? I have Never. not, no. no. Okay, no. all right, we got it. No, 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 no. Uh, so we got five sure. people around the table to... Yep. I just uh, find all the names and, and stuff. Oh, yeah, no. Why is Elsa saying no bueno? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that a, is that I'm a, confused on this hint of, uh, analogy here. Well, I mean... Uh, I'm sorry. I don't assume the 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 oh, ethnicity. Also, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't get a finger point here. Now. Also, you oh. take that high school Spanish, you use it every chance you get. I mean, it was a question. It wasn't a statement. Let's just let's just on the record. Uh, All right. Uh, Elsa drives to the bar anyway because she's driving. Uh, and oh, and and it was Juanita who said it. No bueno. It wasn't Elsa. Oh, okay. reading the thing. Yep. Oh, it was your fault. Then. It was my fault. Yep. Okay. One hundred percent. See, I knew you were racist. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Elsa drives to the bar anyway since the car belongs to Elsa. Elsa has walked into the bar. Juanita is sitting in the car with no keys, trying to figure out her next move. Wait, are the windows down? Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. What should Juanita do? Wait, Elsa invited Juanita to go to the bar. No, no. Oh, well, during work hours. Oh, but Elsa was driving, and Elsa was like, "We're going to the bar." <laughs> So now Juanita's sitting in the car alone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, per company policy uh, for my full-time job, we would have to contact our immediate supervisor who would then have to write up said report once. And you have to write, you have to get three write-ups or three three vocal warnings and then you get three write-ups and then you can submit paperwork to see if someone can get fired. Oh, so you just have, you can, she can do it five times then. Yeah, six yeah. chances, you know, yeah. six times. You're okay. out of here well, six right. times. I feel so like... Does Juanita get in trouble then? 
No, I assume it, wait. I feel like Juanita's being a wet blanket here. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you have time. I don't know. Like, what if, like, Juanita's not really a big drinker? Like, she doesn't, like, drink. So go in and have it a doesn't soda. say that they're, yeah, or have a meal. Like, get a hamburger or something. It doesn't say that this isn't over lunch. Oh, I thought it was, like, just a bar bar. Because, like, it depends, like, where they're going. Because if it was, like, a place that has, like, food and beer, absolutely. Well, yeah, she should like, definitely like go in there. 80% of the bars you go to, you can get food in. Yeah. Is this, like, questions for, like, the Target application or something? Like, no, this is. This is just 40 workplace scenarios. Oh, okay. okay. And if it's, like, if it's treated as, like, a lunch break, uh, like, because they went somewhere stop get some lunch have a beer or two like depending on like the work environment like if they have to be absolutely like no blood in their like no alcohol in their system like an emt like that's a different story yeah but yeah like it's i don't think it's a bad big deal to have a beer with lunch or anything like that yeah i think elson would tell that to exxon workers and well, <laughs> elson's just sick of her job and wants to get drunk so suck Wait, it up that's Anita, only if they're teachers that's only if they're teachers they you need to get a uh, drink to get through that. Or if you're a vegetarian, go get a salad. <laughs> All right. So Gordon is what thinks Juanita should Call write Elsa up because one use up one of her like six tries of uh, yeah. fingering up, <laughs> and then like incur the wrath of Elsa because I'm I'm guessing Elsa is a lot more well liked in the office than Juanita is. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> Somebody's getting oh crucified. God, yeah, this is, and this, is probably, this is probably Juanita's like sixth time already, and then the supervisor. God damn it, it's Juanita. Again. And how passive aggressive is Elsa? Because with a name like Elsa, I'm assuming very passive aggressive. Well, she left Juanita in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Without keys. Without keys. Yeah. <laughs> At least that, the windows that, were cracked. Like, that wasn't explicitly said, but <clears> I'm <throat> guessing that's what happened because it is Elsa's car. Like, you're not leaving somebody else with the keys who might potentially leave you. Oh, well, maybe they, like, maybe she left the window on, or window on, uh, radio. <laughs> the window. <laughs> Honestly, I'd be more frustrated with the fact that, like, uh, the if I had, like, Elsa and uh, Juanita working underneath, like, underneath me, I'd be, like, really angry about, like, Elsa going to the bar like and like going to a place like where we need to like because if she's responsible for the travel and everything and like a place that Juanita does not want to go at all, that's the thing I'd actually have a bigger deal with because like that's that's not cool. Like you guys have to work together, so like maybe try to have a better relationship. I don't know. I don't know. All right, Tom. Yes. Jacob is waiting for his ride outside of work. Jacob observes two of the company security workers loading boxes of paper into a van and driving off. Jacob has seen this occur more than once and suspects that the security guards may be stealing. The security guards are quite large and tough looking. So what should Jacob do? selling the paper. Just like the Coke. Just like the, the, the contraband sodas. Now we're talking paper. Oh, what company are we talking about here? Oh, uh, Dunder Mifflin, Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. Oh, so we're talking big here. <laughs> yeah. So they can afford a few. few uh, yeah, they, they could they could have some uh, some reams of paper go missing, and they won't. You know, if they cut me in on some of this illegal paper, I might join them. So, but what if Jacob approaches them? Like, I, oh, so how does Jacob go about approaching these dudes? Silently, behind their back, because <laughs> it sounds like Jacob's going to get his ass kicked <laughs> with a ream of paper. <laughs> Well, he just might end up in that truck that they're loading the paper in. Well, yeah, no, there's, there's, there's two very like. But if he, uh, if he gets caught though, his boss might ream his ass with paper. Could be a nice, nice loose of terms there. <laughs> well, like, and also they could just be loading up a van with paper to actually deliver it somewhere. Like, it, it is a paper company. Yeah. I mean, paper does have to leave this facility <laughs> to make money. There were correct? Two warehouse workers or delivery guys? Uh, security guys. Security guys. Secure. Well, they were short staffed. Yeah. I mean. Well, I feel like Jacob needs to mind his own fucking business. Right. I don't <laughs> it could be really expensive paper. Yeah. Like oh, the, it's that, that the glossy, double glossy like, oh, yeah. business card stock, you know? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, I would just uh, I would have to say uh, leave the situation alone. I think that's what Jacob should do. That's what he should. Otherwise, do. Jacob's gonna get his ass kicked. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> no company's worth an ass beating. Nope. All right, Matt. What? Larry works in a company that's going out of business. The management is in legal trouble, and almost never in the building. Uh, there are several computers on desks that have no employees. Some of the workers are taking computers as they clean out their desks, and no one cares. 
Today is Larry's last day, and he is tempted to take a computer back home. All the equipment and furniture will probably be sold at auction, and the proceeds uh, given to creditors. The creditors are mostly huge corporations. What should Larry do? Take the computer. I don't know, man. That is stealing. They're not going to sell for a lot on auction. Just going <laughs> to yeah. say that. If this is a company that could, like is going out of business, I'm assuming the computers are over five years old. Yeah. I don't know why you'd want the computer. Yeah, I don't know why either. So you're not going to take the p- computer? Well, you can take it if he wants to. I mean, everybody else is. Who gives a shit? Oh, yeah, just because everybody else is stealing. Like, Do you have no scruples, Matt? No, not okay. when it comes to that. Good. Especially because when my computer company, where we're going to pay a photo of a press, when I got, up, she's just like, yeah, I don't know what we'll do with this, so just take it, take this, go ahead, take What'd you this. get? I got a scanner, and then... A she was going to give me the computer. And then? And then? <laughs> I didn't need then. the computer at the time. You always take the computer if it's a nice no, computer. No, it was, it was one of the those like square uh, Mac iMacs or whatever, like the old square ones with like the speakers down With the stuff. fun colors? No, not the fun oh, colors, no. no. They're a bit stronger than those ones, but no, yeah, no. I did not need those. Yeah, nobody needs that. Depends so, on yeah, how many years of Minecraft you have on that computer. Right? I mean, <laughs> you got it. You have to well, keep... Like those maps. How yeah, much those important. computers got used like every day it worked on? It's like, no, I don't really want one of those anyway. So that's the same fucking situation. It's not like a guy. car. What? Computers don't have miles on them. Well, they have five they, years ago. Slow they go. What? Is it, isn't it a computer basically obsolete in five years? Isn't that what the uh, time no, it's, it's like about now? six months. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm already looking at getting. Well, so more so like people like our mothers. And stuff. Computer power doubles every six months, uh, but your 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 home machine is probably fine for about two years. But people like that's our pathetic. mom and dad, then that's where the five year one comes along. Yeah, I'm just excited because we got computers that are now from 2002, 2003, something like that. Wait, you wow. just got yeah. computer? Did you pick those up or from Larry's I, auction? What year did the i5 come out for the Pentium processor? Oh, Jesus. Uh, like, yeah, 2012. So they're from I 2012, think. excuse me. Yeah, I was, was going to say, that's really old. Yeah, well, the computers that we were running before at work were from 95. You mean you're talking about the ones at your work? Yeah. Or do you mean the ones that you can play Oregon Trail on? They can't even do that. They got a Linux DOS operating system. There's DOS. There's literally DOS. There's got to be Linux versions of it. Green screen and the whole works. Uh, I'll tell in you a, there. In, in, a, in a time portal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the ivory guys, what do you want to do on your lunch break? Oregon Trail. <laughs> uh, there's a ivory Have you guys seen Math Blasters? It's pretty dope. Maybe <laughs> 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 No, I found out that there's an entire department of people whose job is to monitor social media. And if people are doing stupid shit on there, you will get a letter or a phone call from corporate saying, knock it off. Like one guy went to one of our vendors and took a picture of their factory and was told, no pictures, do not post online. So naturally he took a picture of their big assembly line system and put on his Facebook. Two days later, corporate's calling him like, you got to take that down. I don't like that's actually one of those things that actually makes sense because the, a lot of business, like big places like that, like are kind of make a big deal, like not wanting their yeah, stuff shared. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Gordon. Say it. You got five more tries after this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much wrist slapping can you take? You know what I mean? Let me get a promotion first. Man. <laughs> I, mean, I got your back. All right. Carlos. Yeah. Jason is invited to a Japanese restaurant in Nagoya, Japan by coworkers. Jason is new to Japan and new to the company. Every time he drinks a beer, another beer is immediately offered. Jason is pretty drunk, but his coworkers seem to just be getting started. No one is turning down drinks. Jason wants to leave or at least stop drinking, but doesn't want to be the foreigner who doesn't fit in. What should Jason do? He should stop finishing his beers. <laughs> <laughs> like don't finish it. Like like sip on it. Like maybe like sure, you have they a pile up. Don't drink them. Doesn't yeah, like matter. if you're finishing it, they're gonna give you another beer. Well, yeah, no, isn't that like the custom in Japan, Matt? What? No, I think Where, that was with food. I, I thought I thought it was food with drinks. Drink. Like, At yeah, least with, they just keep topping off your drink. Yeah, your drink is never yeah. empty in Japan. Is I what didn't I heard. really 
get that when I was there. You, when you're at an izakaya like he would be, you're getting big bottles of beer, so everybody at the table is splitting huge bottles of beer, so that might be why he keeps getting filled like, up. Like, he just needs to slow down how much he's drinking. Or else just stop being a pussy and start drinking with <laughs> yeah, everybody. Yeah, it's all your co-workers, you're going to see yeah. him tomorrow anyway. Yeah, what are they going to do? Telling you if you do, like, you're it in is trouble five more times. Trying to fit in. Jason, you barely speak the language. It's not like you can say too much to get yourself in trouble. And first. when you get drunk, then that's when the language barriers break, because you start getting more gestures and then they try to use as ing- much English as it's they can. It's really on Jason, and like he just, <laughs> I he's the one that's drinking, he's controlling how fast he's drinking. I mean, why couldn't it just be a normal bar here in town? Where you well, because, I mean, I, I feel like, because, well. Well, like, the, like how like he doesn't quite know what the culture I also kind of works in there, too. Still. Yeah, yeah Western culture is a little. Or else just go home. Yeah. No, the problem's with Jason. He doesn't know how to work the trains while drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Taxis, you don't End even up have in to Nagasaki. Open the door. <laughs> Where I am didn't I? do it. I didn't Taxis, do you it. don't even have to open the door. It just opens up and you hop in. He wakes up, he's in some small farm town. Yeah. Oh no. He's <laughs> got one of those hats on. He's got one of those hats on. He's no longer at a computer place. He's, you know, farming rice or somewhere. All right. Um, I guess this last one is for me. Shit. So Joseph is a factory worker. Joseph looks at his paycheck stub and realizes there is too much overtime on it. Joseph knows from experience that this sort of mistake is almost never caught, and even if caught, he will not be held responsible since it's the responsibility of payroll. Joseph is struggling to make ends meet. What should Joseph do? Keep his mouth shut. Amen. Like, if, yeah. oh no, I got paid too much money. Should I return? No. <laughs> if I was him, though, I'd go over my previous pay subs to make sure I actually got paid the right amount on those. That's what I would do. That's true. You 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 double check to make the sure you're second, not you find more money. The very second you find out there's something wrong with the paycheck, you go over your last pay stubs. Yep. But you never complain about making more. You always complain about less. Never more. The only time I would say you would complain is like there's something like so such an egregious error that like yeah somebody's gonna catch this I need to come forward with this. Yep. The worst that's gonna happen is somebody in payroll is gonna get canned. But it's still not your fault. And I never so, worked in a company like that either. It's always been small places. What are business ethics? <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it was if it was pretty big, then yeah, I'd be like, I don't think that's right. And then Lynn or somebody would be like, yeah, oops, just keep it. And then yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Like in a small company, they're not they're not probably going to take money away from you. No. They're going to be like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, like you're nothing, paying it back. Like nothing yeah. bad. You're paying really that money out. back. That's coming back somehow. <laughs> it's all a big paper trail. And yep. well, the, the problem would be if like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna cancel that check, and it'll be another week or two before you get your actual paycheck. Then if they like delayed it like oh, that, because yeah, that that's yeah. that's a big problem. Well, I mean, like I that. like when we're early days at NitoScan, I had a similar situation where they caught it after they'd given me the check. And I was like, ah, and they canceled that check and gave me a new one. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm worth this. Like, oh, yeah, it's right? not really a, it's not <laughs> really deserve <laughs> this extra money, damn it. Like, go, coming forward is not going to be a problem. Like, I, there, I don't No, no, coming forward is not a problem. I just think you should not come forward. Like, that is not your problem. And like, a part of it would be like, how much is it off? Like, is it something like maybe you made the mistake? Or because like, I don't know. Well, it's one of those things where sometimes you feel like you've been shorted a little bit, but, hey, there's a little bonus there for, you know, all the times you stayed 15, 20 minutes past you were supposed to or worked through lunch or whatever. Oh, yeah, no, that, that this all evens out. It's fine. Yeah, you ain't getting that money back. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how good you make it sound, uh, you're yep. taking their money back. Yep. Yeah, well, if they find out. Which they will at some point. Yeah, they probably will. Hmm. Yeah, but Jason, just keep your Joseph. Just keep your mouth shut. Don't just don't rock the boat. Just uh, just let it roll and eh, think of it as a gamble. I like gambling. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've had like a paycheck that was off before. Like I was not paid anywhere near the amount I was supposed to. It took like a week before they actually got me a paycheck. And if I was like living paycheck to paycheck that month. That would have been a big problem. 
Yeah. So you know, going the going the wrong way, that's never good. Yeah. That one they should fix right yeah, away. The last check I got from Lynn or whatever, it was like he wrote down my deductible in the total there instead of what I was supposed to be like. Lynn, I don't know if this is quite right. Would you take a look at this? Because it's like a fraction of what the actual yeah. thing should be. He's like, oh, huh. but like that's oh, like, you don't want it because like if he got paid too much and like he went in to get like a, and he was like living paycheck to paycheck like it like seemed like it was. There's a chance like they wouldn't prioritize getting his money on like quick enough, and like if he's really close on stuff, like he's gonna fall behind on bills. Yeah. So, well, and he knows from experience, so it sounds like their payroll department has a history of doing this. They're probably being paid as well as he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's our show this week. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us. Uh, again, if you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash blindnessstudios and become a patron today. If you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindnessstudios.com. Uh, click on the Amazon link above our homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal. And then we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. really helps us out. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnessstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnessstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnessstudios.com. You can also watch us live every Sunday at 6 p.m. Uh, at twitch.tv slash studios or every Monday at 8pm for the Legends of Lothos and I'll see you guys next week Woo.